Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. We are going through the Psalms, continuing on with Psalm 57 today. Steve, do you want to read that one for us? (laughs) Yes, I do. Thank you. Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me. For in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I cry out to the God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame him who tramples on me. God will send out his steadfast love and his faithfulness. My soul is in the midst of lions. I lie down amid fiery beasts. The children of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my way, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake my glory. Glory, awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O God, among the peoples. I will sing praise to you among the nations, for your steadfast love is great to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Thank you. So this is happening at a time in David's life when he fled from Saul in a cave. So it starts out with, be merciful to me, O God. And then he repeats it, be merciful to me. Like you can hear this desperation and this repeating, this, you know, those moments of yeah. darkness when you're like, just be merciful, be merciful, be merciful. You know, like get that. Give me, me through the day. That get anguish, day. right? Um, and then he continues after that and says, in the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge till the yeah. storm of destruction passes by. So his soul takes refuge because there is no peace except in God. So that is where he goes for protection to wait out the storm because it is the only safe place. Now, we just, last Thursday, we actually just read through this um, talking about the shadow yeah. of the wings. If you want to read Matthew 23, 37 oh, for us. already. So quick. 20, uh, oh, 23, 37. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just getting it ready. Oh. oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings And you were not willing. Right. So here Jesus is speaking to the Israelites saying, this is what I desire. I want to take you into my wings. I want to protect you. I am your refuge and your only safe place. And so David knows this. There's a Spurgeon quote. There's a lot. So maybe just hold off on some of them. (laughs) But the parent bird. Okay, I didn't write that one down. Even as the parent bird completely shields her brood from evil (laughs) and meanwhile cherishes them with the warmth of her own heart (laughs) by covering them with her wings, so do thou with me, most condescending God, for I am thine offspring and thou hast a parent's love in perfection. In perfection. Perfection. Sound like you said imperfection. (laughs) In perfection. (laughs) Two separate words. Yeah, yeah. No, yes, I did read that one. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's good. It's good. Because that's what he is for us, right? He is perfect, and we are not, and we can't protect and help ourselves. So he is there. It's true. So David knows this, and so David calls, and he cries to him, knowing that God is his safe place. And then in verse 2, he knows, I cry out to the God most high. 
to God who fulfills his purpose for me. So here he's praising God, right? He's God most high. He's giving them the adoration that, that God deserves, that David knows that he alone deserves, that God is the most high. He's submitting to him and recognizing mm-hmm. God's authority here, right? It is yep. God who fulfills his purpose for me. It is not me who fulfills my purpose. It is God yeah, and God alone. And then it goes on to say, he will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame him who tramples on me. God will send out his steadfast love and his faithfulness. Yeah. Um, one of the quotes that I came across is, says, it is a marvelous thing to consider. God is literally willing to perform all things in us and for us if only we let him. The mischief is that most of us insist on performing all things in the energy of our own resolve and the strength of our own power. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're just going to smile. You're not going to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't, I don't have a Spurgeon quote for there. No, there's a lot. And I just, we're just going to leave the Spurgeon. I'm just going to say he is wonderful. What I'm going to say is it's amazing though. How many times people are like, I'm just going to try this one thing over here and then, then I'll pray about it. I'm going to try this thing over here first, and then I'll pray about it. I'm just going to go forward in what I'm doing, and if I run into a problem, you know, I'll I'll pray. Yeah. I'll call on, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit. I'll make make my plans, and I'll try to make them work, and then I'll check to see with God if my plans were not very smart. God's my last resort. He's like my backup plan, but I'm I'm first. My safety net. Oh, what is that song? He is my... Anyways, I don't remember. But but the... I just... uh, anyways. I don't think there's a song that Jesus is my safety net. There's it? something. I just, I'll find it afterwards, but it'll be too late. Um, but David knows that there's nothing he can do. Right? He's been promised that he will be the king of Israel. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. He's not yet. So he's living in that it is God who fulfills his purpose for me. Very real, really. And then he sends from heaven to save me. Yeah. Right? Like verse 3. He will put to shame those who trample on me. Yeah. And God will send out his steadfast love and faithfulness. So he's so just trusting yeah. God here, just trusting him that these are going to happen and that his way will be right and win in the end. And he's just, he knows he can rest in that. So then he goes on in verse five. Oh no, I skipped a verse, sorry. Yeah, in verse four, four which no, is... No, you can't skip the lion. Well, no, I cannot. No. <laughs> While he is praying all of this, he is in danger, surrounded by enemies. He is not safe. His soul is among the lions, right? My soul is in the midst of lions. I lie down amid fiery beasts, the children of man whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp words. So there's lots going on here, Mm. right? Fiery beasts, children of man, teeth are spears and arrows, tongue are sharp words. So they're wanting to hurt him physically. They're wanting to hurt him with their words. There's just so many many levels here. And Peter even talks about um, in 1 Peter 5, 8, how the devil is a roaring lion. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks mm. about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Right. So David is saying, this is where I am, and yet I lie down. Right? Mm. Oh, he lames what they are, a fiery beast, children of man, I already said it, but I lie down. So we yeah. can call out to God. David is calling out to God when we are attacked. Are you going to do this version quote here? Um. You're going to get in trouble. I'm going he's to do this a, on my own. I have it written down, but I'm I wasn't going asking, to name I'm him. I'm just asking. I'm going to oh, say a quote. That's good. 
It's so good. And you're going to listen. The Among the Lions one, and right? Yes. Oh, my oh, goodness. So Do I need good. to run by you what I talk about? Nope, so that you nope, don't? because I already know it. I already know it. It's, it is a good one. So David is calling out to God because he's attacked. He feels threatened. And God is going to save him. And he can have peace and rest in that. Mm. So the same for us when we are feeling attacked, when we feel threatened by the evil one or by the evil that is around us, what can we do? Yet we can lie down. Because we call to God, who is in charge of the lion. Now, there's a quote that is very good. And it says, if you are among lions, you will have fellowship with Jesus and his church. If you are among lions, you will be driven nearer to your God. If you are among lions, remember that God has them on a leash. And if you are among lions, remember there is another lion, the tribe of Judah, who is the ultimate most powerful lion. So David rests in this. He knows all of this. Yeah. Verse 5, he starts, he praises him, right? He's like, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. And he, verse 6, he goes on to say, this is what they tried to do, God. Like, this is what they tried. They set a net for my steps, and my soul is bowed down. So, like, yeah. it disturbed him. They dug a pit in my way. But what happened? They fell in, not me. I love that. I love that too. What do you love about it? It just, uh, just the, I mean, we see that those kinds of things happening in like children's cartoons. Right. And we laugh and we're like, ha ha ha. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how dumb was that guy trying to get the other guy and then he fell in his own <laughs> trap. Ha ha ha. Silly and, guy. And you just see this and you're like, oh, that's what God does to people. Right. Right. Who are against his people. For, for for who are against him and his people, yeah, right? Him, right? You you just people who are trying so hard to elevate themselves above and beyond God, hmm. they just so often it's just like a a, a comedy routine of mm-hmm. them trying to overcome the the things that they set up that they trap themselves with. Right. right? Like right. they just it's it's I just love that because you, you see it in life. You see it yeah. in life where where people are are doing things, and you just like this is gonna backfire on you. I think and you get to see that does. a little bit more. You have that more discerning. Like I can look at a situation and go, "Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how it's gonna go." Whereas you can look at a situation and go, "Oh, this is what they're going to do," um, and they do. So like I've learned over the years that when you say something to listen to, because you do tend to, but this is exactly it, right? They dig, they dug a pit for him, yeah. yet they fell in. Yeah. And this is the comedy yeah. routine of King Saul uh, can't even find the yes. upstart David in his own country. How, how long was David? Do you know offhand how long he ran from Saul and hid in caves and with people okay. and... Uh, I don't know, actually. Sorry, I didn't mean to ask you that just on the cuff of the, without any warning. I'll go on while you, I'll just keep going. <laughs> so David, the, the thing that 15 years. I love about this. Oh, 15 years is a long time. Yeah. Like, would you not be so just uh, Sorry, weary? 15 years from the time he was told he would be king. Okay. To the time that he, he became, became king. king. Now, that, that oh, whole not time a, wasn't yeah. running from Saul. That's right. But that whole time was knowing that he should be ascending to the throne at some point, but right. Saul won't get out of the way. Right. right. Well, he was fairly young, was he not, when he yeah. first... And then he was best friends with Jonathan, and there was lots of stuff that happened there. Um, but still, that is a long time to yeah. be patiently waiting. 
There's and, no wonder that we see the anguish and you know in the Psalms, like how long? Yeah, and how Saul, long must I wait? Saul had been king uh, for four, like totally for forty two years. So oh, for a long time. Yeah, well, before doing, David was doing even the born, math, like, he was in year twenty seven when David yeah. was told he would be a king, be the king. <laughs> yeah, and then fifteen. No, that's a that's a case of stubbornness, right? Like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah. But and again, he can't, you know, he's a way. king of the country and he can't find a guy in his own country. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Because people protected David. Well, God protected David. That's right. God used people to protect yeah. David. It was all God. You're right. Um, verse 7 is where he's like, I, you know, unwavering. My heart is steadfast, oh God. Yeah. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. So here we have kind of that same as the beginning where yeah. it's, repeats, be merciful to me, be merciful to me. And now he says twice, my heart is steadfast, right? Like yeah. I, I trust you. I'm going to persevere in faith. I'm going to believe that you are who you say you are and that you will do what you have said that you will do. And then he continues on with awake, my glory, awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. Mm-hmm. So wake the dawn with his praise. He's going to keep praising God loudly. He's going to give thanks to the Lord among the peoples, like it says in verse 9. I will sing praises to you among the nations. So his praise is going to reach far and wide. And another another quote that I came across while I was studying was, faith lifts us high above the personal sense of pain and creates a passion for the exaltation of God among the nations. And I thought that was powerful because how often have we been, and we've all been in different situations, but even in my own life, in our own life, there have been times where I have seen no way out of a situation. It feels, we feel powerless because we, we are, and it feels dark and it's heavy and we can't see our way through. And yet that gift of faith that God gives us takes us above that, the hope and the peace that God provides, that God gives to us. Mm-hmm. It does make everything around you fade in comparison to yeah. his glory. Right, yeah. that, and then that's where that rises above the personal sense of pain, and that's yeah. where you get that passion to exalt Him, exactly. regardless of what's happening. The, that's where, mm. like this, this verse is quoted, paraphrased in Romans fifteen nine. That's right. Right, in yeah. order that the Gentiles might glorify God for His mercy, it is written. That's right. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And Paul was saying basically, like, uh, here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to worship God so that these prison guards yep. hear his name and they will become. And that was the, that was the history of Paul in prison. Yep. They constantly had to give him new guards because the guards were all sympathetic because they became believers. I know. Yeah, right? I know. It's pretty amazing, actually. I mean, that man, just his constant uh, steadfastness, yeah. right? And his love yeah. for the Lord. But it's that same thing that's happening right here with David. Yeah, that's right. Right? Worshiping with abandon no matter where you are. Well, exactly. And and why, right? He says, for your steadfast love is great to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. So That's he's... A, isn't that a worship chorus? Didn't we sing that? Yeah, maybe in the 80s or 90s? Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. We definitely sang that. I can't remember the tune. That's okay. That's yeah, all right. I I, it just, every once in a while you're reading songs. No, that one I get, know we sang because I sang. glimpses of In the uh, 90s of for choruses, sure. right? <laughs> in the Psalms, absolutely. So he's giving thanks to the Lord because of his steadfast love, mm-hmm. right? Because he knows that that is a 
above and over any situation that he has, and that is yeah. the Lord. So he says, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. So yeah. David was still running. Yes, he mm-hmm. escaped the cave, but he still wasn't on the throne as the king. He's still waiting. So what does he do while he waits? He praises God loudly and yeah. unashamedly. Yeah. And I think that's something that speaks to us today. When we are waiting for God, do we praise him? Do we wait for him? Do we shout his name loudly? And when you are, feel surrounded, when you feel that you're losing hope, I want you to remember that even when you are surrounded by lions, there is a bigger hope for you. Because if, I'm going to say it again because it's good. <laughs> if, you're going to laugh at me now. If you're among lions, you will have fellowship with Jesus and his church. So don't run away. If you're among lions, you'll be driven nearer to your God. So turn to him. If you're among lions, remember that God has them on a leash. So you need not be afraid. And if you're among lions, remember, there is another lion, the tribe of Judah. And he will win in the end. So be patient and be steadfast. Thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.